Michael Swickard here. What about space tacos? Let's talk about that. Welcome to Enchanting Stories of New Mexico, sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Our award-winning hatch green and red chili. Boy, is it good. It's from locally owned farms in Hatch, New Mexico, the chili capital of the world. Now, let's talk about an out-of-this-world chili pepper experience. A couple of years ago, the NASA astronauts on the International Space Station ate space tacos, and they were made with New Mexico chili peppers. You see, the NASA astronauts grew their own New Mexico chili peppers up there in the space station. The variety they grew was New Mex Española Improved. In July 2021, the astronauts started an experiment with seeds that had been packaged in soil before their launch up to the International Space Station. Over 20 varieties of New Mexico chili had been considered for this out-of-the-world experiment, and the New Mex Española Improved was the variety that was selected. I have a podcast on these podcasts about New Mexico chili pepper researcher Dr. Roy Nakayama. He was instrumental in developing this variety of chili pepper in 1984, along with some other NMSU researchers. The value of this chili pepper includes that it's fast-growing, early maturing. Uh, the chili pepper was hearty and flavorful. This chili pepper is a cross between the Sandia chili peppers and the Española chili peppers, hence the name Improved. This variety of chili pepper plants are great for areas that have a short growing season since the chili peppers, all of them, don't do well in cold weather. And northern New Mexico, the Española area, has a shorter growing season than southern New Mexico. On the space station, a short growing season made the experiment of just 75 days much better. On July 12, 2021, the astronauts started the growing experiment using specially formulated fertilizers on it. After the chili peppers matured, they were evaluated for flavor, texture, and the heat. They were the first capsaicin plants grown somewhere other than on Earth. In October, the astronauts harvested the chili peppers, and while once they looked at it, they said, well, we need to make something with it. So they made out-of-this-world space tacos. And I understand they were delicious. Now, here's something you may want to do. New Mexico State University's Extension Plant Sciences Department and the Chili Pepper Institute. Boy, that's a good, good group of people. They're having the 42nd Annual New Mexico Chili Conference in Las Cruces this next week. The conference provides the latest chili pepper research and information about chili peppers. It's designed for both the industry professionals and chili pepper enthusiasts. So this annual New Mexico Chili Conference will be February 5th and 6th, and it'll be at the Las Cruces Convention Center. There'll be a number of interesting speakers throughout those two days and also many breakout sessions. There'll be over a dozen professional chili industry booths to showcase products and solutions for growers, researchers, processors, and other industry professionals. Now, the 
Chili Pepper Institute, one of my favorite places to go do stuff and look at stuff. They will have various chili seeds. They'll have merchandise, and they'll have, they have lots of books that will be available to purchase. Also, Dr. Paul Bosland and Wendy Hamilton will sign copies of their newest publication, the official Chili Pepper Institute cookbook. Yeah, you know, once once you once you grow the chilies, the very next thing you need to do is you need to cook them. That's they've got the official Chili Pepper Institute cookbook. Michael Swickert here with Enchanting Stories of New Mexico, sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company in Las Cruces, New Mexico. You can hit subscribe to automatically get these podcasts. I was just mentioning the Chili Pepper Institute's conference at the Las Cruces Convention Center, February 5th and 6th. Now, this is an important time as the farmers are preparing their fields for this year's crops. First and foremost, though, the farmers will tell you is the research which, guard, uh, which guides them, the farmers, about which chili pepper plants are best depending on, this is so important, on the outcome desired by the farmers and processors, processors such as the Fresh Chili Company of Las Cruces. Some of the things they're doing is trying to grow red chili to powder it. Some they're trying to grow green chili plants to roast and then chop up and sell immediately. But when we're talking about the farmers, they must decide what to grow and which fields to use for each crop. And many of them are multi-generation farmers, so they've been through this a lot, but again, they need that research. They rotate crops to make sure the next year crop does well. Now, what are the things they've got to think about? They have to have enough water for the entire growing season. They can't skip watering the plants. They must anticipate what pests they will have because there will always be pests. Then they must construct a plan to deal with those pests. They must have enough workers at the different phases because you do different things, but you need workers at different times. They must make sure they have enough and know when they're going to need them. And many, many decisions have to be made, and I'm sure glad that they do so. I just open a jar of chili and enjoy it without thinking about all that it took for that jar of chili to be on my kitchen table and me enjoying it. A little New Mexico history. Let's do a little history. At this time, 53 years ago, Apollo 14 was on a 10-day lunar landing mission that started January 31st uh, with a liftoff, and it ended February 9th, 1971, with a splashdown in the Pacific Ocean. So, Michael, why are you talking about Apollo 14 and its connection to New Mexico? Well, you see, one of the two astronauts on the moon for the Apollo 14 mission attended primary school in Roswell, New Mexico, and graduated from Artesia High School, even though he was born in Hereford, Texas, but he considers his hometown Artesia. Who was it? It's Artesia, New Mexico's Edgar Dean Mitchell, Edgar Mitchell. He was a Navy captain. He retired. He served as the lunar module pilot he was the sixth of 12 men over a 41-month period of time to stand on the surface of the moon. Now, Alan Shepard was the commander of Apollo 14. The two of them were in Apollo 14. When Alan Shepard stepped on the moon's surface, at he was 47 years of age, the oldest person to ever work on the moon. 
so far, I would say, because we may have some people going there. New Mexico's Edgar Mitchell uh, was the partner of Alan Shepard, and Alan Shepard had another distinction I thought was so funny. He's the only one of all those astronauts who thought to bring a makeshift golf club and hit a couple of golf balls that he snuck onto the lunar module. No one knew he was going to do it. He didn't tell anybody. And most of the administrators told him, don't do that again. But they laughed at him golfing on the moon. It's something you see people talk about. Well, that was Edgar uh, Mitchell's partner there. So Alan Shepard and New Mexico's Edgar Mitchell landed on the moon February 5th, 1971. And over two days in the Fra Moro Highlands region of the moon, they did two walks on the surface where they collected about 95 pounds of moon rocks. They also set up several scientific experiments. After the liftoff from the lunar surface, they successfully docked with uh, astronaut Stuart Rosa. He was in the command module. That one was called Kitty Hawk, which brought all three astronauts back to the Pacific Ocean splashdown on February 9th. Isn't it odd that out of 12 men who walked on the moon, two of them were from New Mexico? Both were on their missions as a lunar module pilot. So who were they? They were Apollo 14's Edgar Mitchell, I've been talking about. He graduated from Artesia High School. And Apollo 17's Harrison Jack Smith, who graduated from Western High School in Silver City. It was Western, and then it changed its name to Silver City High School. You know, I think about them both being lunar module pilots and both graduating from a New Mexico high school. You know, I think it was probably the Hatch Valley green chili that they ate growing up that lifted both men up from New Mexico to go on to the moon. Don't, don't, don't you think so? <laughs> At least I think that might have been it. Michael Swigert here with Enchanting Stories of New Mexico, sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company. You can hit subscribe to automatically get these podcasts. Now, I have some very good chili salsa news for you. Actually, as you can probably guess, any salsa is good news to me because I love chili salsa, especially if it's Hatch Valley. There's a new product available at the Fresh Chili Company. They sponsor these enchanting stories and enchanting people of New Mexico podcasts that I do. So, Michael, tell us about this new salsa. Well, it has a, a taste that you know and then kind of a new variant of it. It's a new taste that I have been enjoying. I really like it. It is good. The name, it's 575 Hatch Green Chili Salsa. So let me tell you about it. The 575 in the name means it's from Hatch, New Mexico. That's the, that's the area code of Hatch. It's 575. When you see some other number, no, it's not Hatch. Hatch is area code 575. Since it's from the Hatch Valley, it has that wonderful Hatch Valley chili flavor. The rest of the name is Hatch Green Chili Salsa. Again, I like green chili. I like salsa. So it's 575 Hatch Green Chili Salsa. Heat level is hot. And that's a, a good heat level. This unique blend of seasoning and spices has just the right amount of flame-roasted taste and heat to combine that great flavor with some delightful chili kick. It will keep you coming back for more, at least that's the way I feel about it. 
How's it made, Michael? Well, it's made with hearty cuts of flame-roasted hatch green chili. It has tomatoes in it, has onions and other delicious flavors. I have found it to be an unforgettable mouth-watering taste. And again, I've been using it for a, a little while here as it was coming out. And so far, I've put it on nachos, I've put it on tacos, I've put it on burritos. Next up for me, probably tomorrow morning, will be eggs and perhaps some hash browns. It goes on everything very nicely. These podcasts are sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company in Las Cruces, New Mexico. They have a great website showing all the Hatch Valley chili available in 16-ounce jars so that when you open one, you get that fresh chili smell and taste. That's how they came up with the name, the Fresh Chili Company. You can go to freshchiliCo.com. So run it all together, the words Fresh Chili and Co., freshchiliCo.com. They also have lots of other chili-related products, such as spices and rubs. Now, they have an area where they have recipes that they've created, but there's even something better. There is a large private Facebook group. You can join it. They'll let you join it. Uh, that they share chili recipes. It's something to enjoy. It has over 27,000 members of the Fresh Chili Cooking Facebook group. Lots of good recipes. Again, you can join it. Heck, I even added a tasty treat of a recipe myself. I was going to add more, but you know, I saw something somebody else did, and next thing you knew, I had to try it, and I had to try the next one. Well, I'm looking forward to the chance. I may do that. You may find it if you join that group, where I'm going to post a recipe for Podcast Hatch Valley Chili Stew. Podcast Hatch Valley Chili Stew. And I may do it myself, so you can be assured that my podcast, Hatch Valley Chili Stew, will have lots and lots of tasty Hatch Valley Chili in it. And you can say yum. And uh, I want you to know that uh, I'm uh, so glad that I have uh, the chili there. Uh, the one thing you can do, you can go to the Fresh Chili Company's website and you can pre-order your 2024 jars of chili so that when... It's ready. You've got it. You're ready to put in your pantry. I'm doing that with Big Jim Red and Green Blend. That's my favorite so far. I have a couple jars left, but I'm going to run out. I'm going to make sure next year I do not run out because I'll have plenty. This is Michael Swigard with Enchanting Stories of New Mexico, brought to you by the Fresh Chili Company. Thank you for your time today. We'll always have lots of news and stories about New Mexico for you on these podcasts. If you have something or especially someone you would like me to talk about, write to me, michael at freshchilico.com, michael at freshchilico.com. Part of these podcasts come from people suggesting topics, and you can too. Have a great rest of your day. Oh, yes, and eat plenty of that good Hatch Valley chili. Like I always say, some chili's good, more is better as long as it's Hatch Valley chili. Bye for now.